Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. What food item do you absolutely despise? You cannot even dream of eating it. Okay. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What is the food that you absolutely gag at the thought of? 651-641-1071. I have a follow-up question, but I'm going to hold it until we actually talk to somebody. Okay. Um, but this is all based on the fact that I saw a an article in Us Weekly's mm-hmm. food section. Oh, that's appropriate. Why does Us Weekly have a food section? Because they want to tell you about the celebrities and their food. Chloe uh, Kardashian, Shawn Mendes, and more celebrities reveal the foods they hate. Would you like to hear about some of them? Well, this sounds like clickbait, but tell me who hates what now. Okay, Chloe Kardashian. Wait, let me guess. Chloe Kardashian probably hates, like, eggplant. No. Okay. Pork. Oh, for the love of God. She says, and I quote, I would for sure rather gain 10 pounds. I don't think I'll ever eat pork in my life. That that is... I know. I can't either, but she did. That is... I know. Okay. Right. Uh, let's go to Chrissy Teigen. Would you like to know what she despises? I bet hers is more relatable. Well, she it's... hates Nutella. Oh. What? Actually, Jamie hates Nutella, too, my partner. What? Hates it? Oh, like despises it. Anything hazelnut. He, he says, I hate hazelnut. And by extension, he then hates Nutella. I live for hazelnut. Uh, but, but the other thing she really hates, this is Chrissy Teigen, hates hummus. She says, hummus has to be the most overrated snack category food alive. What? You don't love lies. She says, you don't love hummus. You love the pita chips, you liars. She hasn't had a good hummus. I will Mm -mm. say there's some crap hummus out there. Mm -hmm. But the New York Times. (laughs) I just, I was trying to be fake bougie. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Oh, I don't care about that person. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Who do you hate? Uh, Zendaya. (gasps) You hate Zendaya? No. I love Zendaya. Oh, she skipped over the person that she doesn't care about. Thank you, Holly, for translating that for Bradley. Zendaya hates vegetables. What? All of them. Ugh. I hate I when people say this. It drives me. And I would like to say that this is a millennial category, but I think that's a cheap and easy uh, approbation of millennials everywhere, and I apologize. Rude. There are people who say this, and I, I marvel at them. I'm like... That's like like seventy five percent of what we eat yeah. is vegetables. Yeah, whether uh, you know it or not. I just feel like you haven't had them prepared. Like, well. do you hate boiled vegetables? Yeah. Sure, but you hate vegetables. That's like saying like I'm not a fan of water. 
Some I've people heard people say that. say that. They're like, it's what? bland. Yes. And I'm like, that's because it's the, water. I don't like the taste of water. What? You can, that's what not. The, nobody asks. Even, like, I don't like the smell of air. Too bad. <laughs> Breathe it. Okay, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What food do you absolutely hate? Let's go to Benjamin on line one. Hello, Benjamin. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Great. What food do you absolutely hate? All right, I'm gonna go a little Joe Dirt on you. There's no way to church it up. Canned peas. Mm. Cannot eat canned peas. Okay. okay. Now, Benjamin, are you ready for my follow-up question? Sure. That you did not see coming. I'd like to lay out a scenario for you. You are uh, eating dinner with your boss. You are talking about a very important raise that you might get, and your boss has invited you to dinner. And one of the things that is being served, actually, canned peas, not only as a side, (laughs) is in every part of the dish. What do you do? I don't eat it. <laughs> really? Like, you just don't even eat. I just, don't eat it. No. Now, do you tell your boss, I hate peas? No, I tell him I hate canned peas. Okay. <laughs> so you and have, no, you, you have no problem just owning it? No, I have no problem. All right. That's this good to know. So interesting. I, cannot, I cannot do it. So, Thank you, Benjamin. Thanks, Benjamin. You should tell people this like actually got us animated earlier today. Right. This, converse, this well, second the, half of the conversation. The reason why is because I don't. There's nothing that I hate so badly that I wouldn't put it in my mouth, chew it up, swallow it, and make it a part Welcome of my body. My <laughs> okay, we're so sick. There is not a food though, honestly, that I'm like I hate that so much I can't even eat it. Yeah. I, there are things I don't care for. Yeah. There are things I don't choose to make at my I totally home. Agree. But there, it is rare that I would say I hate something. Yeah, uh, th- but I've found, and this is what we were talking about a little earlier, there are people who that's like a thing. They're like, I hate this. Like, I, I don't like onions on pizza. Right. I would ne- you would but never hear I me do, say. And if I ordered us a pizza and I put onions on it, what would you do? I would just pick them off or I'd eat it and be like, oh, I'm eating it. It's not my favorite. But I'm not going to be that person like, oh, my God, there are onions on this pizza. Also, who is the person that talks I like that? Because we can't hang out with onions. that person. <laughs> but you know that person, right? right? Like, oh, they're for like, sure. Oh, I don't do onions. Sorry. And then suddenly like, you're like, oh, well. The whole world must bend to my specific tastes. Let's go to Rebecca. Hello, Rebecca. Rebecca, what is the food that you absolutely despise? I cannot stand yogurt. Okay. And cottage cheese. It's a textural thing, but um, I came. It came up to my mind. I also cannot, for some reason, now eat chicken alfredo. Oh, that is so random. And what happened? What did a chicken alfredo do to you, honey? Um. So I feel like I'm just not like right. Fresh Parmesan cheese does not agree with me, I think. Oh, sure. And my dad makes the best homemade chicken Alfredo, homemade noodles, homemade sauce, everything, Paula Deen style. Wow, yum. And, and you can't even eat it? Made it? I've loved it, but the last time, it made me sicker to my stomach oh. because of the smell. Okay, so no, that's valid. But then, like, when, so, like, let's say your bestie, to Colleen's question, your bestie's like, girl, come on over for chicken Alfredo. What do you like? What do you actually? What are the words that come out of your mouth? I would be, I would eat it, but I can't. But like, I cannot have the fresh Parmesan at all for it. 
We even mm. have it at work, and the one we have at work, it just makes me absolutely physically sick. Where do you huh. work, girl, that you got fresh Parmesan cheese? <laughs> I work at a daycare center. That is not the answer um, I thought you were going to give me. I thought you were going to say Olive Garden. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's awesome. Also, lucky kids. Thank yeah. you, Rebecca. Because they're getting some kids cozy. got some fresh okay. Parmesan cheese. I what? mean... Are we sure they're not foot shavings? Okay. Holly okay. Roberts. She was just waiting to she be was. She was like, w- w- when can I throw in my gross joke? <laughs> let's mean, go, you got to check. Let's no, go to look. No, I've you never know, actually you know, had to check. You know. Hi, uh, Lori. Lori, what is the food that you absolutely hate? Lori. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> my absolute hate, I hate eggs. <gasps> I can't stand the smell of eggs. I can't stand the taste of eggs. Wow! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Now, can I ask uh-huh. a can I ask a question? Is it yeah, like is it just like eggs as a thing, or is it like you can't even eat like bread that has eggs in it? Okay, I can eat baked goods with eggs in it because it doesn't taste like eggs. Got it. But, but anything eggy, yeah. no. Okay, Lori, yeah, no. here's your scenario. All right. Uh-huh. Somebody yeah. is throwing a very important birthday brunch for you. It's one of those birthdays with a zero on the end. And they, they're throwing a brunch at their home for you. Uh, and it's in your honor. But like 35 people are coming uh, and they don't tell you what the menu is. You show up and all it is is an egg bake. What do you do? That has happened to me before, not throwing me a brunch or anything. But I tell people I'm allergic to eggs. Okay. Interesting. I get it. So Lori, you acknowledge like it, but you don't, but you have an excuse. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Thank you for your call, Lori. Now, here's the thing. I, I love eggs. So I would hang out real close to Lori so I could have Could hers. you just slurp up her I love yolks. eggs. Yeah. I could do eggs all day. All right, Gretchen. Gretchen, what food do you absolutely hate, Gretchen? Oh, my gosh. Brussels sprouts. What did the smell? That's a common one. Yeah. Um, well, as a kid, I just couldn't even. My mom would put them on the dinner plate, and I would have to forcefully eat them. And I, as an adult, I was never having Brussels sprouts. Have you ever had? Then, oh, go ahead. Um, my son, who's older now and on his own, loves Brussels sprouts, and is mad at me that I never fed him Brussels sprouts. Uh, can I ask a question? Were the Brussels sprouts you hated, were they boiled? Yes, they were. Yeah. And, you know, I I tried to drop, jump on that Brussels sprout train and did the balsamic vinegar and the this and the that, and no. And you no. still can't do it? Okay. No, that's no, good to know. and I haven't had a good pee in years either. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I sorry. think she means vegetables. Oh, I think <laughs> <laughs> It's like, is there a urinary component to Brussels sprouts I'm not aware of? Okay, I'll call you back later, Bobby. Okay. I think I've recovered. I have not laughed that hard that in a a such a long time. This is a Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. 
Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And um, I will, we're going to get to uh, some Black China and Rob Kardashian oh, yeah. news Ooh. in just a second. But I want to just go back and relive what just happened and just share with you the kind joy. of the joy of it and what was happening in the moment. Setting this up, we were talking about foods you absolutely hate. And we had Lori on the line. And Lori called in to express her distaste for Brussels sprouts. We worked through that together as a yeah. group. Yeah, it happened. And then she threw... Now, remember, we're talking about foods that you hate. (laughs) And then Lori just threw a little gem on the end, and Bradley misunderstood it, and this is what happened. Yes, they were. And, you know, I I tried to jump on that Brussels sprout train and did the balsamic vinegar and the this and the that, and no. And you still can't do it? Okay. No, that's good to know. And I haven't had a good pee in years either. Oh, okay. I think she means vegetables. Oh, I was like, is there a urinary component to Brussels sprouts? I'm not aware. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll put it back later, Bobby. The thing about it that you had to see was the empathy in Bradley's face and his voice. Why can't you haven't you had pee a good from, I was just so confused. I'm like, I know, like, you know, asparagus makes your pee smell. And then I was like, well, cranberries are good for urinary tract infections. Is there and like I a was Brussels watching all of those gears of grinding those at the exact same she time? She just said, I haven't had a good pee in years. <laughs> I, I felt bad for her because ain't nothing like a good pee. Am I right? <laughs> like a good pee. Oh gosh, I even left so hard in a long time. Okay, so thank you everybody for sharing in that joy. That will come up again at some point later in the year, no doubt. Okay, Bradley Trainer. Meow. Let's talk about Black China oh. because she is playing the Gar- Kardashians game right yeah, now. Yeah, she's playing them at their very own game because you'll remember. Well, here's the deal: she's sharing video of her daughter wearing earrings. Okay. What what does this have to do with the price of tea in Black China? I don't know. I feel like that was a nice combo platter of analogies. I hadn't heard you do that before. Um, Anyway, Black China is sharing this video of her daughter Dream wearing earrings after Rob has reportedly filed for primary custody. So what's going on here? Here's what's going on. Mm -hmm. You have the Kardashian machine. Just go with me for a moment. We can explain. We have the receipts later, but just go with me. Mm -hmm. The Kardashians are trying to rehabilitate Rob Kardashian's image. Part of that process is him filing for custody, primary custody of his daughter. Whether that's intentional, heartfelt, they're hoping he actually gets it, irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It is part of a, a, a wider, a broader strategy for the Kardashians to rehabilitate the way Rob... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. 
Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Is perceived in public. Mm -hmm. And that has to do with the fact that previously Rob has been sort of banished from social media quite literally in on Instagram, but sort of beyond. We don't really talk much about Rob Kardashian on a given uh, day um, because of his posting revenge porn of Black China, right? Right. So he posted revenge porn. He had to go to Go Away Island and then went away for a period of time. And then there were these little rumblings of bringing him back. In fact, Kris Jenner started a new Instagram page mm-hmm. that she was like, it's about Rob's stuff, but it's not really by Rob. So Because that's to keep it all legal and above board. Yeah. And then you had sort of like Rob showing up at the New Year like, Rob, dramatic weight loss. Even though it was kind of arguable mm-hmm. whether it was very dramatic. It just seemed like all of a sudden they're trying to bring him back. Well, the latest incarnation of that is this attempt to rehabilitate him as a father. And to do that, he has cast all these aspersions against Black China, saying that, you know, little Dream uh, is twerking naked, that when he picks her up, By she's the way, dirty. she's like, what, two? Three. Three? Yeah. I mean, that's the part that just makes me sad, is that she's being used in this narrative. Go on. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so he, he said all these things in an attempt, allegedly, to, to fight for custody. That's the story. But again, we go deep in the shallow. And what it says to me is this is just a, an attempt to rehabilitate the image. We know that because they're not just behind the scenes doing the thing. Right. They're talking to all of their media outlets, telling them what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Which, again, if people are talking to tabloids to tell them what they're doing, that's you should question that. Yes. Right? You should be skeptical. So what is it that you think Black China is saying with this uh, picture of Dream wearing earrings? So you have this video of Black China uh, with Dream uh, and earrings. They're painting. They're doing art. She looks like she's having fun. Mm. They're being productive. She's clean. Like It counters all of those stereotypes that Rob has thrown out, which are terribly problematic and we don't have enough time to get into, but we will at some other point. Just know. Trust us. We know what's going on Kardashian. It's on our radar. All right, when we come back, we've got some D-bags to tell you about on my talk 1071. Thank you for that, Holly Roberts. Uh, and okay, and now uh, there are some celebrities that we have to tell you about that have been behaving badly on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we have a name for these celebrities who are behaving badly. Demon! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. My D-bag today is a fellow by the name of Food God. One uh, word, Food God. Yes. No space is Food God. Uh, formerly, Jonathan Chabon. Yes, formerly Jonathan Chabon, who previously was known for his role as... Kim Kardashian's bestie. Yes! He has hired a security team to prevent a Kim Kardashian-like robbery in Paris. Honey. <laughs> okay. Do you want to talk directly to him or shall I? Yes. Jonathan, darling. Honey, honey, honey. honey. Is he the gay? He's not the gay, right? I don't well, you know, I gay. think that that's... Uh, nobody... We're not... No. Hmm? Do, I don't know. What? I just didn't know what journey you were taking me on just That's there. the journey. I don't know. Oh, I don't okay. know. Yeah. I don't either. I just looked because I was like, you know, I never see him with anyone. And not that it matters one way or the other. I'm just a curious person. And mm-hmm. I wonder where he gets his bread buttered. Mm-hmm. 
Because right now he's getting his bread butter. food got apparently people butter it for him, all right? Well, or maybe he doesn't eat butter. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Uh, but he's in France, so I hope he's eating some good buttered bread. But oh. he's also surrounded by big, hunky security guards um, who know that safety always comes first when traveling abroad. And Page Six has exclusively learned, which means what? That he told them. Yes. <laughs> so uh, the man formerly known as Jonathan Chabon has hired extra security for himself. As he heads to Paris Fashion Week to avoid, is it always Paris Fashion Week? It feels like it's. It literally does feel like it's always. Doesn't Paris it always Fashion feel week? like that thing is yeah. happening twenty four yeah. to the seven? Like, well, I will tell is you, is it ever not Paris I Fashion Week? I went to week? Paris once uh, when I was like twenty, maybe okay. twenty one. Sure, totally relevant. Uh, no, it is going to be relevant yeah, in just know. a second. So chill. <laughs> And uh, I I felt very, very, very VIP because I was invited to a fashion show at Printemps. I don't know if that's how you say it. I called it Printemps. It's like a mall. Okay. Turns out everybody's invited to that fashion show. Oh, okay. It's a thing that they do. So So my point is, yes, it is always some sort of fashion week in Paris. So um, (laughs) you'll remember that in 2016, so four years ago, Kim Kardashian had $10 million worth of jewelry. Ooh, that was a story back then, remember? Yes, it was. And um, a source said of Food God... So this is what you have to believe. If it's not Food God talking to Page Six about how he's had to hire extra security because he's afraid that they're going to steal his diamonds, mm-hmm. like then you got to also believe um, that he has like somebody who he's telling things to, who is then in turn like doing yeah. the work. F- I think you said in turn, meaning like who then is doing such and such. But not I actually think he actually yeah. probably does have an intern. The intern is him. job it is to call the tabloids and tell them he just meaningless, picks up the phone frivolous, and goes, dumb stuff. Hi, I'm Bob McCracken. Oh. And my Bob again. God. No, that was Dick. This is his cousin, Bob. <laughs> he goes, I have the latest on Johnson Chabon. And they're like, okay, tell us more. He's had to hire extra security. Because nobody is nobody. actively seeking out what Food God is up no. to. Um, he's 45, by the way, so he's older than me. <sighs> That's news you can use. He expects... <laughs> I just had a moment with my life. <laughs> That's what I call the Tara Lipinski moment. Yeah. When you're like, Tara Lipinski was 14 years old and she was earning gold medals. Yeah. What have I done with my life? It's but the that's Wilfred, what you were thinking. But, but also, it's not Tara Lipinski I'm doing that for. It's Jonathan Chabon. So, which makes me feel even more existential dread. Yeah, right. There's a Wilfred Brimley line that's mm-hmm. also. Did you know that Wilfred Brimley was only like 50 years old when he was in the movie Cocoon? Oh, oh oofty. Whoopsie doodle. Soon, <sighs> Bradley. Soon. Um, I do want you to know that this 45 year old gentleman who's in France with extra security because he's afraid that he's going to have the Kim Kardashian treatment when he goes to bed. Like anybody in Paris knows who he is. I know, right? Um, he has a $60,000 hamburger necklace and a 98000 <laughs> and a 98000 On the list of things I didn't think I'd hear today. Yeah. Hamburger necklace. Yep. That sounds. I feel like that's something Lori would know something right. about, right? <laughs> that sound like something. Have you ever had a $60,000 hamburger necklace? Have you? 
<laughs> like a position or something? Yeah, yeah. that's what yes, I'm saying. Yes, or a technique or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then a cotton candy necklace worth $98,000. So, you know, I kind of feel like this is just a created moment, but still, I marvel at it. Well, I like... I, that is we, why he's my deep We are fascinated on the Colleen and Bradley show with the people who anoint them something important themselves, yeah. something important. And then they're able to work the system in such a way that at least for a brief fleeting moment, they have their name in headlines as though they are something important. And also he makes money somehow. I don't get it. I'd like to sit down with him for like 10 minutes and just grill him. But like, here's the problem. What's the deal with the you? The problem is grill, and I think that's an appropriate choice of words because he's food god. Yeah. I would like to baste him. Yeah. I would like to braise him with questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to get anything satisfying because I've had this experience with people. I have mm-hmm. sat on a couch and listened to Tan Mom talk about her private life true. for hours. Yeah. Quite literally. Actual story. And I thought in the moment this is... This is a moment I will look back on. <sighs> I just had to sit with that for a moment. I thought this was a moment I would look back on and be like, you know, when I was 30-something years old, I sat on my couch and talked to Tanma. <laughs> That's one of my great moments. But, <sighs> but then I was in that moment, and I thought to myself, this is nothing. This is exactly what you would think it is. Yeah. Talking to Tan Mom, she's not revealing anything is no. what I'm saying. You're yeah. not going to get any insight from Food God because I guarantee you if you started to ask him questions like, like, what is your goal here? Or what do you really feel about this? Yeah. You're not going to get no. anything deep no. because he doesn't operate, I don't think, on that level. He just is like. One and a- done. Yeah. Yeah. Just what's in front of me. Do it. Move on. Exactly. All right, let's talk about Gwyneth Paltrow because she's my D-bag today. So, you know, the other day it was the Critics' Choice Awards and uh, Zendaya uh, walked the red carpet in a metallic pink breastplate that was uh, designed by Tom Ford on Sunday. That's what you are on Sunday. I mean, he he didn't design it on Sunday. That would have been a quick turnaround. But this uh, breastplate was not, this is not the first time we've seen anything like this. Actually, um, Gwyneth Paltrow sported the exact same type of thing. Actually, it was made for her body, though, a breastplate on the cover of Bazaar magazine. Yeah. And this was for the uh, February issue. And um, so clearly, I don't know if Tom Ford's trying to make this like molded breastplate thing a thing, but these two celebrities uh, have worn it, Zendaya on the red carpet and Gwyneth Paltrow on the cover of Bazaar. Well, Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, always wanted to hop on when she sees somebody doing something that she can hop on to. She's like, oh, this is so great. Thank God I can say I have something in common with Zendaya. Oh, what's the problem with that? Do you know what the problem with that is? I know only because I saw a story about this that she has something in common. This with is Zendaya. an issue that we've been having with Gwyneth Paltrow in the last, I'm going to say year. She doesn't know who she's been in a movie with. And specifically, she seems to have a Spider-Man blind spot. She was in Spider-Man Homecoming with Zendaya. So she already has something in common with Zendaya. Finally, I have something in common with Zendaya. Yeah. You mean like the movie we're in? Yeah. And this just goes back to the thing with Gwyneth Paltrow, where I, 
these types of public moments where she doesn't recognize or understand or remember or recall that she shared the screen with people. Now, I understand you can use logic with me. I'm a logical person usually, and I'll hop on board with it. So you can explain to me, well, you know, when they make movies, they're not always in the same place at the same time. They do them out of order. So she might not have known. So they probably didn't know each other. My point is this. You just... That is part of the job of being an actress on screen is knowing who else you shared that screen with, even if you didn't share the actual set with them. And she has has consistently has had this blind spot about the other people who she has been in a movie with movies that she's promoted. And it just tells me that Gwyneth Paltrow's world revolves around Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for allowing me to have that space. No, I'm I'm here for it. I honor it. And I that's why she just needs to stop. In fact, if I were going with Paltrow, what I would do is take an opportunity. Like, I'd look for an opportunity to be like, yeah, just like we were in Spider-Man together. Even if it, she was never in Spider-Man with that right. person, just to, like, just, laugh at herself. Well, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, I don't know, just guess. Just guess who you've been in movies with. Mm-hmm. Actually, if I were a late night talk show host... I would seriously make a bit out of this. I would have her on as a guest. Like, who were you in a movie with? Exactly. Like, just do like a little quiz with her. She's been in a movie with pretty much everyone. I feel like if you just think about, you know, the movies she's been in. Especially with the superhero movies, right? Like, Um, everybody's in those things. (laughs) We're not. Food. You know, I was already feeling bad about myself. You did not need to add that. Thank you. Just kidding. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, oftentimes there are more D-bags than a segment can contain. Yes! And that's when we double down because we got to double down because this, she doubled down first. So we're going to double down after this on My Talk 107.1. Okay. We had uh, more D-bag than we could handle today on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and when that happens, we have to have a little D-bag double down. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. I would like to uh, double down on a D-bag named Jillian Michaels. Because she doubled down first. She doubled down and won't shut up. (sighs) Okay, so here's the story. Let's just get to the thing. Jillian Michaels is doubling down on these criticisms of weight that she has had for one specific person named Lizzo. Mm -hmm. You'll remember the story about how she's like, nobody's celebrating diabetes. In connection with Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was accused of body. She wasn't accused of. She body shamed Lizzo right. after she criticized her weight. Um, and then she's doubled down. She's saying, though, I'm sorry, but essentially that's what Jillian Michaels is doing now. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I was right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let me, breathe. Breathe through. I want you to breathe, breathe through because. When I see this, I think I am designed, when I see this story, I think I'm designed to have a reaction, Mm -hmm. but I must understand what's really going on so I can have my own authentic reaction because I listen to the Colleen Bradley show and I know nothing is real and everyone smokes, Mm -hmm. right? So then I looked at the actual story. So last week, you know, she was talking and she was actually talking about the show Biggest Loser and they were like, hey, is Biggest Loser something that could work now? And she's like, no, um, we are mostly because they blew the top off of the 
horrible tactics that they used in order. To, but that's Thank just me. You. Moving on. Thank you. Um, and she said no because we're like in this PC culture where everybody's celebrating being fat. Okay, I, I need to chew on that, that in a minute, well, but go on. Well, you shouldn't because that'll make you fat and you can't do that. True. Because it's unhealthy. But here's I what she like said. I would like to talk about that, though. Here's what she said. Why? And she brought up Lizzo and said, why are we celebrating her body? Why does it matter? Why aren't we celebrating her music? Because it's not going to be awesome if she gets diabetes. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love her music. My kid loves her music. But there's never a moment I'm like, I'm so glad she's overweight. Okay, let's not relitigate that, but then let's go on. So now she says... Uh, and she said this on Monday, so at the beginning of the week, that all her, although her views on weight remain the same, it's unfortunate that a, quote, human being was attached to a case that I was making. Can I ask a question? Uh, um, yeah, please. How could you have made your case without a human being? Right. Okay. You're just saying, I'm sorry I stepped in the dog's business. Right. And also, she's the one that brought... Like she brought she's it the up. One who did it? It wasn't just like somebody said, "Is Lizzo overweight and will she get diabetes or something?" Some right. dumb thing. No, she's the she one that said it. that. Yes, she goes. And then she went on. Remember, Jillian Michaels trying to quote, you know, apologize, but Lizzo didn't invite this at all. And what I really regret is that this argument became about a person. I should have said, I don't celebrate anyone being overweight, and I don't. I'm a huge fan of Lizzo. Not first of all. I'll tell you, Lizzo's not a fan of yours. Lizzo's not here right now, Mm -mm. so she can defend herself. But first of all, no, you're not a fan of Lizzo because if you were, you would understand something that you don't seem to understand, which is that's none of your business. And Lizzo's truth is not your truth. Her body is not your body. Mm -hmm. Her opinions are not your opinions. Move along. Mm -hmm. That's just like from a high level experience. Also, Lizzo didn't invite this, but you brought it. So you regret that it became about her, but you made it about her. You're the one that started that. So are you saying, but then you say, I still believe all those things, but I'm sorry I said her name? And then she doubles down on it. She already doubled down on it. Yes. Now, here's the nuance. This is the frustrating, and this this is, I still do have to, we do have to relitigate the original comment because I, because it becomes ever more clear in her response no even lizzo's acceptance of her own body is not promoting um 
being overweight. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, there is. Yeah, it's a it's a judgment that she is not making. That right. It, it is a judgment, though, that Jillian has made. Exactly. And she's making like the, the, the conflating somebody being comfortable in their own skin with somehow signing off on an unhealthy lifestyle. Those two things that people keep on conflating are not the same thing. Well, but if you give her attention, you're just rewarding bad behavior. Stop that. That is that is the argument that people like Jillian Michaels make, and it's a mis- it's a misunderstanding. It and in fully fact, is. if you watch and listen to interviews about Lizzo, the media wants to make her out to be something that is I don't want to say as unfair. I don't want to make like apples to apples, but it is equally unfair to like hold her up as something she does not hold herself up to. Right. Be. In the same way, it's also unfair to apply a judgment against like her body for the way that it looks, meaning you are making all of these assumptions that are not yours to make. Right. Well, then Jillian Michaels does this thing, and I, we haven't gotten there yet, and I don't know if, if that's if this was part of the plan to get there, but she does the thing that I'm like, I've been waiting for her to do this. I've been waiting for her to do this. Because part of Jillian Michaels' personal fitness journey starts with her being incredibly overweight. So at some point in this argument, then she does say, I've been there. I've been there. And this is a thing that I was like, I've been waiting for her to do this because, you know, that's how she's going to try to say to you, I am perfectly. I'm allowed to say I'm allowed to say these things because I've been there. Girl, honey. No, she's been on her journey. You've been on your own journey. Exactly. And that and that does not mean there's just she's missing so much in this argument. Now, listen, this is my my reaction to it. Jillian Michaels, honey. Okay. If I want something from you, it will be the following. Tell me the correct way to do a sit-up. Tell me, uh, you know, what I should do right after my jumping jacks. Because you're a fitness expert. Yeah. Okay. Tell me, like, how to structure my workout. Those are the things I'm going to you to. For I'm not going to Jillian Michaels to talk about any of the rest of this junk that she's trotted out. And she did it with... Al Roker, and she's done it with... She likes to insert herself into conversations. Well, she she's playing the role of the person who... Like, I'm speaking truth to power. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not what she would say, but she's doing the, like, I'm giving you the uncomfortable truth. Right. You just don't want to hear it. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, like, I would love to also bring out the inco- uncomfortable truth about the ways that she uh, inserted herself in other people's lives during the uh, Biggest Loser and essentially, like, pushed some disordered stuff on them in order to win a game. I'm just saying she's her plate's not clean. Yeah. That's all. I mean, it might be. I don't know if I mean, she has disordered eating. I don't know. I don't know what her deal is. I did also I see a headline don't... about her dishing out new diet advice, and I thought, oh, yeah. I hope that's the media mischaracterizing her because, like, can't we just be in a place where we're, like, healthy about stuff? But we can't. You know why? I'll tell you why. It's a green thing and it's in your wallet right now. Oh my God. I was like, Serious? It's not peas. Is it the Grinch? No, it is the dollars. It is money, money, money. Because yeah. that, and that's the manipulative part of this entire conversation that's super frustrating. 
that you know this is the Colleen and Bradley way. Take a step back and wonder what's behind the actual well, story that's being told. Yeah, right. This whole thing is all in service of her positioning yeah. herself. Well, that's why we take Doctor Oz to task. That's mm-hmm. why we take also Gwyneth Paltrow to task because. They're offering you a one size fits all approach, and yeah. it is, and it might be more nuanced in 2020 because you guys are smart, uh, er, than most of, or more critical than most of us were. So we can hear things and go, hmm, that sounds a little weird. Mm-hmm. Like, but they're, st- they're still trying to sell you a one size fits all approach, mm-hmm. and there is no one size fits all approach. Now, there may be an approach that works for you, and that is awesome. And if you want to buy into that and it works for you, you should totally do that. But, do not misunderstand that to be the solution for everyone because I've been there. And Colleen. Yes. Not only does one size not fit all, one size does not fit you all the time. Right. That's true. You got to switch stuff up. We should market yes, that. Seriously. We yes. should market that. Maybe we could have our own plan. No, I'm not falling into that trap. It's a trap. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what actually is Meghan Markle up to? Like, literally, what is oh, she doing is right now? We got details. We'll talk about it when we come back, though, on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 